0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Beyond the To-Do List, the show where we talk to the people behind the productivity. I'm your host, Eric Fisher. This week, I've got an awesome conversation to share with you that I had with Caesar Abid and Dustin Hartzler, guys that I've known from the online world for a long time. In fact, caesar has been on the show before. He talked about his Project Management for the Masses book, and both Caesar and Dustin work from home as well as work remotely for Automatic, the people who bring you WordPress. The three of us had a great conversation about remote working, one of those themes that keeps coming up, as well as setting up your workspace at home, managing the family and work balance at home or working outside the home, etc. It's a really cool conversation when it comes to work-life balance and family and remote work. If any of those topics are interesting to you, this episode is for you. Before we get to that conversation, I want to say thank you to FreshBooks for supporting this episode of Beyond the To-Do List. FreshBooks is the awesome online software that helps you with invoicing. From start to finish, it helps you track the time you're spending on your projects to invoice for them. It helps you create and send professional-looking invoices in less than 30 seconds. It lets you set up online payments in just a couple of clicks and get paid up to four days faster. And if you've ever heard about FreshBooks before, you know their key selling point is the fact that you can see when your client has seen your invoice and be able to put an end to the guessing game for good. You have to try FreshBooks, especially since FreshBooks is giving listeners of Beyond the To-Do List a 30-day unrestricted free trial to claim it. Just go to freshbooks.com slash to-do and enter beyond the to-do list in the How Did You Hear About Us section. That's freshbooks.com T-O-D-O and enter beyond the to-do list in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Help yourself out with FreshBooks and get paid faster and help this show out by letting them know where you heard of them. Thanks again, FreshBooks, for supporting this episode of Beyond the To-Do List. Enjoy this conversation with Cesar Abid and Dustin Hartzler. Well, this week, it is my privilege to welcome back someone to the show that's been on before and a new person for the first time. It's Caesar Abid and Dustin Hartzler. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey, Hi. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. So, Caesar, you've been on the show before, and we talked all about your book. And for those that didn't listen to that episode, I'll put it in the show notes. But can you give a brief synopsis? Like, hey, what's the book about it? It's been like a year, year and a half or so now.
1: Yeah, so the book is called Project Management for You and it's about getting things done, delivering on your promises. It's basically uh my thoughts as I had to learn project management not in a corporate environment and how I learned to apply that to my to my own work, my own life and how I was able to get more done and achieve things by using this this, uh, this approach to getting things done that the big companies use. And uh so hopefully it's uh, in language that is more accessible to to, to the individual and also maybe a solopreneur or a podcaster, anybody who's like trying to, to get a big project done, but they don't have a, a big team and they don't have uh, you know, resources and support from a big company. And um, I tried to break it down by using stories and some humor and my own experience.
0: Yeah, I remember you really broke down the whole project management process for what some people would call the layperson, the non-project managers out there. Uh, who who have to do project management but didn 't know that 's what they needed to do so and that was pretty cool and then so, what are you doing right. these days you 're working uh you're you 're basically working for automatic, which owns WordPress or created WordPress How does that work again
1: yeah so automatic is um the, the main product that we have is wordpress dot com and uh so I work for the um the, the support department So we do support and i just uh last week i was just moved up to team lead so i 'm a to learn the ropes of leading a team of folks who work support for wordpress.com so if you are a wordpress.com user, if you have a website on wordpress.com and, and let's say you, you have a question about the menu or a payment or a domain, then you contact us and our team would be uh, the folks who uh, handle those uh, those calls, those emails that come in and we also uh, provide live chat support 24 hours a day 5 days a week and uh, during most business hours on the weekend as well so it's a lot of moving parts a lot of uh, interesting things uh, going on and it's uh, it's a great company it's a great brand to to represent and i'm uh, i'm very happy there
0: yeah i have seen you guys at conferences repping the booths so uh, it's always cool to come by and grab uh swag from you guys, uh, and which then alludes to the fact that, Dustin, <laughs> you also work there. Uh, so what's your role?
2: Yeah, so my role is a bit different from Caesar's. I started off in that same role, being a WordPress.com happiness engineer, just helping people figure out the ins and outs of how WordPress.com works. And in 2015, Automatic actually acquired a company called WooThemes, and they're big Flagship product, if you will, is called WooCommerce, and so shortly after the acquisition, I did a rotation over there with their team, and now I'm full time on the WooCommerce team. And I help people set up their e-commerce shopping, uh, like their online carts and online stores. And then specifically, like I get to help people figure out how to ship things from point A to point B. We've got a lot of extensions that will help you pull in automatically pull in rates from like USPS or UPS and uh, all kinds of different uh, extensions to help people figure out how. They want to charge their customers for shipping their products to them. And so that's primarily what I get to do is just dive in and try to figure out, okay, is, does this make sense and what, what extension, what product do we have can best help and serve the needs of our customers?
0: The reason I wanted to have you both on, and, and Caesar, you were uh, generous enough to offer to come back and talk about remote working or working from home or however you want to call it. I know that you guys have both been doing that for a while uh, let's let's get into the fun part of this conversation, um, but let's set up that context of basically how long have you guys been working from home, and maybe what's your average day look like.
2: Um, so I guess I've been working from home a little bit longer than Caesar. I started in 2010 um, with my own just freelance WordPress development company. We moved to the Dayton, Ohio area for uh, my wife's job. And I said, I really want to try this. I really want to try to do this. And I said, if I can't make it happen in a year, like I'll go and find another job. But I started just kind of building websites for people. And I started working from home and I really liked it. I love the fe- flexibility of just working for myself. And I, I promised some of the the people that were in my mastermind groups and, and different things that I would probably never work for anyone ever again. Well, that changed quickly in 2014, or I guess 2013 is when I applied to work at Automatic, and so I've been there a little over three years, and um, it it just worked out perfectly as I was starting a family with my wife and. Auto, working at automatic is very similar to working for yourself. Um, because the fact is you set your own schedule, you get the opportunity to, um, set up your own workspace. You can work from a co-working space or whatever. Like we have a lot of flexibility. It almost seems like I work for myself most days. And then, you know, a few times a week I do have, um, things, interactions with a team lead or my team in a team chat, but, um, primarily on a normal average day basis, I get up pretty early and I start working early. I do have a three-year-old daughter and I've got a baby on the way, like within days of this podcast being recorded. And um, so I know that morning times are very, very quiet in our house. And so typically from like the 5 a.m. to 7 a.m., that's kind of my, okay, let's dive in, let's get started with my day. And then like seven to eight ish is breakfast time. Try to get my, my daughter up and ready and uh, get ready for either her going to school in the morning or her um, babysitter coming over and getting ready to watch her. And then I've got about another two-hour window where I um, spend a little bit of time continuing to work, uh, debug, try to figure out what's going on with our customers and their websites. And then I, my days are all like chunked into hour blocks, it seems, or several hour blocks. And then I've got like a two-hour block where I take off, I go to CrossFit, I, I, I have lunch, I shower, I kind of get myself geared up for the last four hours of my day. And then I just really tried to really heads down and focus up until about 430. And that's when our babysitter leaves. And that's when I pretty much have to turn my computer off and can't do a whole lot of other work because bedtimes, routines, and then I'm tired and I want to go to bed. So that's kind of an, an, an average day. Like it's, it's, it's crazy because we can pick our own schedules. We can pick exactly what we want to do. But yet I'm very <laughs> I'm very methodical and everything is pretty much the same every single day.
0: What about you, Caesar?
1: Up until last week, my days were p- p- very similar to to Dustin's, except he's way more disciplined and way more organized than I am. But uh, but now, because I'm in the in a more of a leadership role, uh, things are changing for me. So, but I still have a lot of flexibility. And I think, case in point, it's uh, it's 2:20 p.m. on a on a Thursday, and uh, Dustin and I can take the the can hour to come and talk to you, Eric. So that's you know uh, it's a it's a good example of what it's like to to work there. And work from home, you can um, do those things, right? Or you just uh, just get up earlier today and, and work that hour earlier or later, or you can work on the weekends, things like that. So, but typically I get up early as well, typically between five thirty and six, and then I also take about an hour to do some reading and uh, pray, meditating, things like that. Get started with my day. Usually I don't shower in the morning because I. Uh, Typically around lunchtime, I also go to the gym. I also go to do CrossFit. A lot of automaticians do CrossFit for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, so at, usually at 11.30 a.m., uh, uh, from 11.30 to 1.30 p.m., I just do gym and then um, lunch and shower, things like that. Part of this role now is a lot of uh, time that I have to spend with my team. So there's a lot of one-on-one calls that we do... Uh, uh, a weekly, typically a weekly one-on-one call with, with each team member, which takes time. We need to prepare for that and need to spend the time there with, on the call um, and then follow-ups. And then also we, I need to wrangle like the goals for our team in terms of um, our numbers for the week and commitments that we have made to the company. Yeah, it was easier to, to structure, I guess, before because I just had to answer um, support uh, emails and live chat and things like that but now I it's more of a reactive role so something comes up and I need to I need to act you know to to lead the team this or that way so but still there's a lot of flexibility that there because I can I can get up early and get some of those tasks that I need to do you uh, know out of the way first thing in the morning so I have uh, more flexibility at the end of the day and also at the end of the week to take care of things that come up right so and they do come up. <laughs> I'm learning, so uh, but still, it's really flexible and um, and it's a great um, it's a great environment. I mean, everybody seems to be really uh, excited to work there, and it's it's a great um, community of of coworkers that that, that we have in Automatic.
0: I noticed that both of you mentioned having lunch and going to go do CrossFit in the middle of the day. And I know a lot of people out there say, "No, go do go work out first thing in the morning." Do you guys prefer to use your time first thing in the morning to kind of wind up and even knock some of the big stuff out of the way? What's your take on that?
1: Like, well, I just i I tried working out early in the morning, and it's just uh, it was terrible. You know, uh, I just felt like cold, and you know, just not ready. Um, I like middle of the day because I've had some food, and uh, and I'm you know my muscles are warmed up <laughs> and uh and also i feel like i've accomplished some uh, actually a lot of things that i have to accomplish by 11:30 and so i can go to the to the gym without uh, a guilty conscience that i'm leaving stuff behind <laughs> so um so i it works for me and also it works with the you know the lunch because it's good to eat after you work out and uh and the shower so you know speaking for myself that's for me that's my preferred time to go
2: yeah, I think it's very similar for me. Like I have the option of going at five o'clock in the morning to the gym and I do sometimes depending on my schedule throughout the day. But for me, like with such a flexible job, it's like, okay, it's, it's zero degrees outside. I can either get up and go to the gym or I can stay in my pajamas and I can work at the same time. I can just time shift my work. And so I, for me personally, I like going outside when it's light out, and so I'd rather go in the middle of the day. My my class starts at ten thirty, and so usually I can have more than half a day's work. I try to get at least at least half of my work done for the day before I go. Kind of like Caesar said, not that you've, if you if you feel guilty for leaving, but just the you know the afternoon is going to be that much easier because you've knocked out most of your work, and then you've got that afternoon block set up, and you're ready to go.
1: I was just going to say, uh, I think guilty was a not a good word choice. It's just uh. I think it's it's um it's easier to justify define like psychologically you know if I'm going to go work out um but let's say I still have you know 90% of work my work for the day to do uh it feels weird to take 2 hours to go do that you know what I mean but uh I I think it's more comfortable in my own psyche to have most of my work done by that time
0: it's it feels good to go work out and just have it feel justified as Wow, I've got a bunch done. Let me go take a nice long physical activity break.
1: Right. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's it.
0: Cool. Well, I, I ask that because I notice you guys are both doing that, and I typically have been a person where I'll go like first thing in the morning, and yet lately, and I know Dustin and I guess both of you, we're all in we're the t- same time zone. So we're all kind of in the middle of the dark early in the morning to like 7 or 8 o'clock. Uh, at least for now, uh or during the winter, and it's just like, "Oh my gosh, having to go outside in the dark in the cold <laughs> to to go somewhere to work out um but that said, I know that it's a good thing for us to do at least a little bit of warm up stuff first thing in the morning, so i'm I'm gonna consider doing like you know some crunches and some you know i don't know, I'll figure out something to do at home first thing in the morning to just kind of wake my body up. But uh, I'm probably going to shift my workout to the afternoon because hearing you guys talk about it, I'm like, wait a second. That's what I (laughs) want to (laughs) do.
2: I find that um, chasing a three-year-old from her getting up to getting her breakfast, you know, those first few things in the morning, that that's kind of what really gets me my heart rate going and I'm up (laughs) and ready to go. So what do you guys do? Like what's your
0: work um, space look like at home? And what have been your thoughts putting that into – uh, into implementation? Like, do you guys have dedicated rooms at home that are literally an office with a door on them and all that kind of stuff? What kind of stuff do you have set up?
2: I've got a an office set up here in a basement. So we've got, it. it we used to be a movie room. That's what the previous owner had used it for. But it was like, oh, this is a perfect space for an office, knowing that I, I was going to work from home. And so it's got a dedicated door. It's a fully finished room, basement with, or a carpeting on the floors and whatnot. And I've got this monster monstrous standing desk that I've kind of like built over the last couple of years. It's morphed out of, um, I guess, some Ikea furniture. And it's just a really, I don't know, it's just my workspace. And I typically run just my, my, my Mac laptop and I don't use any external monitors or anything. And I find that if I use an external monitor, then I get dependent on that monitor. And then if I have to work from somewhere else then i'm like oh i can't be as efficient because i have i'm i'm used to this 27-inch display and i only have a 13-inch display on my macbook and so i just kind of have this standing standing zone where i stand most of the day i try to stand most of the day um depending on those crossfit workouts earlier or, or it, it really depends on how i feel um but then i also have a little portion i just have a little desk that's got really nothing on it but just a place for me to sit and just relax a little bit while working but Primarily, I work out of my basement. We get a co-working stipend so we can go to different places and work. And um, if we wanted to, there's no real good co-working locations around here. Plus, it's not super convenient. Um, I'd rather just be here. I like being close to the fridge. I like being close to you know anything that I need to do. Is the Our laundry room's down here in the basement too. So it's not, not any um, surprise that I'm throwing laundry between machines and taking them out during the day while I'm thinking about a ticket or how I'm going to respond to a question that just came in from a customer. So that's kind of my space. It's, it's a dedicated room and, uh, it's typically all mine. There's really not anything else that's in here besides my work stuff. And I have a, um, basketball hoop. I have one of those, um, kid Papa shot basketball hoops that my mom thought I really needed to have. So that's what makes up my workspace. (laughs) Nice. Um, here I don't
1: have a hundred percent dedicated room, but it's a, um, uh, it's a a room in the basement. It's our guest room. It's also finished, the carpet on, on the floor, things like that. But um, we live in a relatively small house, and we have three kids, so I'll try to make the most out of the space that we have. So here in the basement, there's a a play and a family room with a TV, and then there's a guest room where uh, in the past it was just a it was just a, a queen size bed and some bookshelves. But what I did is I converted the closet. Uh, into a working area so i removed uh the shelving from the closet and and i put in a desk in there that is a a sit and stand desk it has a motor in it so you press a button it goes up and down um and that's the other thing too automatic will help you with uh um, expenses for to set up your office when you when you are first hired or if you know dustin is not new hire but it looks like he hasn't uh bought a desk but like he could if he wanted to he could uh, expense a, um, a desk if he wanted to so that's really nice uh and then on this desk i have a um a 27 inch monitor that i use when i'm here and a nice chair as well i have my podcasting equipment i'm using right now and uh and I'm a macbook pro it's a 15 inch and uh i i work most of the time from here but uh, sometimes when if there's like today, there was a play date here. So there were two other families that came pre- to play with the kids and one family has five kids. The other family has four. So they're like, I don't know, like 12 kids here. So I decided to leave. So I went to Starbucks for, for the morning and uh, it was great. You know, and, and as Dustin said, there's a stipend for expenses like that. And if you have to buy a, a cup of coffee or a snack to be able to work out of a coffee shop, they you can expense that as well. So every once in a while I do that and it's nice sometimes
0: to get out and low arduous headache of a process to find the right people or at least it used to be join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use indeed to find and hire great talent fast in fact in the minute i've been talking to you 23 hires were made on indeed according to indeed data worldwide and listeners of the show will get a 75 dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash to-do list just go to Indeed. Cool. Yeah. I, I, and you guys heard my, you know, productivity pub crawl, uh, episode. And for me, it is like, I think for me, I liked having a home base. My, cont- my context is right now is as of this recording, we're closing on our new house next week. And so nice. I'm looking forward to be able to set my standing Ikea desk back up that I had, you know, hacked together. Um, <clears throat> I use a 23 inch monitor but I have it situated far enough back away from me that it is almost like the 13-inch MacBook Pro screen, and uh, I plug in, like, two cords, like a power cord and then this one other USB hub thing, and then everything else, uh, Ethernet, um, monitor connection, and something else, I forget what, uh, like, all turn on, and, like, it just, you know, so I leave it shut. I don't use a two-monitor setup or anything, and it's just, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's, it, and it's situated. The monitor's situated so that it's me staring straight ahead. So I've got you know I have to have good posture, or else it's uncomfortable to stand there. But that, and and that's why I like that space is to be able to have that. So when we sold our house, gosh, six, seven, eight months—I don't know how many it was now—ago, I had that all set up, and it was great. And I used to work at home a lot more. But then uh, in the transition, we ended up not having really any space for me at home other than, uh, you know, the kitchen table. And so depending upon what day it was, people were there or not, uh, mainly depending upon my, my younger son, uh, being at preschool. But again, after this summer, he'll be, uh, in kindergarten and gone almost all day, every day. Plus I'll have my workshop, you know, my workshop set up and everything. But, uh, so what's the type of stuff? I know, uh, Caesar, you just said, you know, play date was today. Dustin, what's the kind of stuff that says to you, hey, I got to get out of the house today?
2: Yeah, it's kind of the same. We have a in-home nanny that comes to our house. And um, I'm sure in the next few months with a, a new baby, like it's like, OK, I, I need some quiet time. I need some space. And so like that would dedicate a time out of the house. I also spend some time, my daughter goes to a, um, she goes to a preschool, even though she's only three, like uh, she just turned three, but it's like 25 minutes from our house. It's like a special um, Spanish immersion preschool. So she's learning Spanish. And so like, I can't justify like taking her to school and then driving 25 minutes back home and then driving another 25 minutes to go get her. So on the days that I take her to school, I actually work from Whole Foods and because it's only five minutes away and they have pretty decent Wi-Fi. And so that's another thing. So like that usually is like one or two days per week. And so there's like a three hour block where I'm sitting at Whole Foods. So that's that's kind of why I like just keeping that sleek setup of just using my computer because, you know, I can travel and I can pick up and I can go pretty easily. Um, I try to plan my week around those hour blocks that I'm there and make sure that I'm not trying to do any um, voice recordings or doing any like um, any any real like technologically bandwidth, um, I guess, I don't know, video chats or anything like that, because I don't want to rely on the Internet somewhere other than my home base. But just for, you know, answering email type things or, you know, just doing some basic work that the Internet is completely fine for that. So that's kind of like the, the same thing. If it's too loud, usually I just put headphones on and just keep cranking out my work. Um, but if it's something that, you know, depending on the day and the schedule and the shuffling of, of, of where a kid needs to go, then that kind of determines where I work from as well.
0: Very cool. Um, so any other workspace things you guys want to talk about in terms of how did you decide, you know, what, how to set it up, what you needed, any kind of, you know, must have tech pieces that you've got.
1: Just one thing I'd like to add is that I think it's, um, I have to remind myself sometimes that I don't have to be sitting here, you know, to, to do what I do. Um, and uh, sometimes, you know, let's say it's a difficult day at work or there's a lot of work or there's some sort of stress going on. Um, it's it's nice to just, you know, I'm going to pick up my laptop and just sit in the, in the, in the Lazy Boy for three hours, you know, uh, even if the kids are around. We homeschool, by the way. So they're always here or they're here most of the time it's um it's good that uh, that to, to remember to do that sometimes just to you know get up, and go somewhere else, change your environment, and uh, sometimes that's all it takes to kind of change your your mood and, and help you th- you see things a different way um, and to find a solution to a problem for example so
0: so that's interesting that you've got kids home all the time. that makes me wonder how do you guys approach the whole w- work life balance blending yeah how do you guys put up or create boundaries where you know hey daddy is working i'd love you know the one of the benefits of working from home is the freedom but that also means that then there's this there's freedom for interruptions to happen as well
1: at at first i um especially at the beginning like when you first apply to work here you need um you go through this trial period in which you work um you work uh, you're not fully employed by the company yet, but they're still think of it as a as a as a month long job interview so uh you um you do your first interviews and then you if they like you they offer you a a trial um, situation in which you work as if you were an employee and they they pay you as a as a contractor. And then during that time, they evaluate you and you evaluate the company as well to ensure that you want to be there. So during that time, I it was the first time that I was really working full time from home. So I established all these rules, you know, when the door is closed, nobody comes in and things like that. And that kind of worked. And then I read an article uh, written by somebody. I'm going to look it up and send it to you, Eric, by okay. email. Um, about this, and this guy was talking about the fact that he he has an open-door policy for his family, you know, for his kids. And I decided to try that, and uh, and it works, and I, I really like it. So the way it is, is uh, right now my door is closed, and I told them that I was going to be on a call that is being recorded. So it's kind of a different situation, right? But um, uh, outside of something like this, they know that they can come in here to tell me something, or to give me a hug, or to sit on my lap while I do stuff, and uh, and they do. They they at first they would come a lot, <laughs> and then uh, not so much. So now we're at the point that um, it barely ever happens. And if it does, it's some they want to they you know give me a hug and they walk and they walk right back. Um, and I what I found what the article talked about. I don't remember exactly the details. Was that you know, the people in your life, especially if you're working? for, home the people in your home is the reason why you're working (laughs) so um, if you can find a way not to shut them out of your life for eight hours a day that that's a good thing and and I think he talked about the fact that you know it's less disruptive than you think and it's true for example when uh, we do these video calls uh, quite uh, frequently you know uh, every team does it once a week and then there's other projects that people are and that would be a good example for when okay you know I don't want any, you know, kids don't come in right now because daddy's on a call. But um, even then, you know, I let them come in. Sometimes they're interested. They sit on my lap and they look at the camera. But a lot of times they're just shy. The first few times they're curious, but then they get shy and then they don't come in. They, they pick their head in. They see that I'm in a call and they, uh, and they, they scoot out. Oh, daddy's in a call. I don't want I don't, I to don't show my face to these people, you know. <laughs> so um, so it, 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 I, I re, I'm really happy with the work-life balance right now. Um, because I don't feel like I have these uh, strict rules and boundaries, um, and and things still work, and um, and I recommend that to anybody who does have kids at home and work from home to kind of try that because you know you might find out that it works for you.
2: Yeah, I haven't really set up any rules either, mainly because uh, my daughter is not quite old enough, I don't think, to really understand. Um, But like Caesar, she's come in and she's participated in calls before, um, whether it be a one on one with my team lead or my team calls. And sometimes depending on if I'm wearing like the Apple earbuds, like I'll put one of them in her ear and she just thinks it's the funniest thing that I'm talking to somebody in a computer, you know, like. Um, a world away. She has no idea. And um, for like more critical things that, you know, a podcast like this, this is kind of unique because it is the middle of the day. And I just I let my wife know that, hey, she's coming home at some and that I'm recording. But usually like I have my own podcast about um, WordPress and I always record that in the mornings before anybody gets up just to kind of eliminate that extra like hey, don't bother me type of a thing. Like I wanted to be quiet and I don't want anybody to accidentally bother me. And so I schedule my day kind of around that. Or um, when she was littler, like I would make sure things were scheduled while she was napping because I knew it would be quiet in the house. But I, I do have my door open most of the time. A lot of times when she comes home from school, like she runs down here and she tells me like in her three-year-old mind, like this is what I did at school today or this is what I saw on the way home. And then she's like, okay, bye dad. And then just, she runs off and then she goes to do something with my wife. So um, it's really awesome to be at home and just have those small interactions throughout the course of the day, whether it's me going upstairs and refilling my water bottle and to say hi or, you know, play a game of this real quick and then come back to work. Like it's a good break and it's an opportunity to spend time with my family while I'm while they're here.
0: That's very cool. Yeah. When I was home, I was actually out in the garage. Uh, We had we had an upper kind of almost attic slash loft area uh, to our two car garage And so I could hear the kids coming from far enough away. In fact, I was recording with I was recording with somebody, and I left it in because it was so funny. Um, (laughs) I didn't hear them come in some late afternoon, early evening uh, that I was recording, and uh, they, you know, suddenly. My son is on the treadmill out there, and then my daughter's like, "Evans on the treadmill," and I'm like, "Hey guys, uh, I'm in the middle of something," and, you know. So anyway, it was it was pretty funny, but they know not to interrupt. And and again, you guys, it sounds like you're planning on you know if you know you have time where you need to be quote uninterruptible. You've you've either gotten it out of the way at a time where no one's around, or at a time where no one's going to want to be around, or you know they get bored or disinterested anyway <laughs> because they don't feel like it's off limits. You know it's that whole thing of like don't don't get a cookie out of the cookie jar. Okay, well how can I get into the cookie jar? Is what we set them up for. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, the other thing too, Dustin talked about going got a glass of water. Um, that's one thing I do too. I get I have a cup of coffee in the morning and one in the afternoon, um, and I typically just go up and I that's when you know because I get up at five. Five thirty, but Amy, my wife, she's you know she doesn't get up that early, so she'll be up, let's say, at eight. So by that time, I've already had some work done. So I just go up and I hear that she's waking up and just go up have my coffee with her. And same in the afternoon, and just after lunch, after about an hour after lunch, you know, she puts the the little one to sleep, and I can hear her coming out of the of the nursery, and I just uh, I just go up, I take a break, you know, uh, have a cup of coffee with her things like that is just you know just amazing to be able to do that in the middle of a work day and uh, and I'm grateful for it.
0: Yeah, that's very cool. Dustin, you've got a kid due any time now. What are some of the things you guys have planned or thought about in terms of your work schedule or your setup, your routines and all of that that might get changed around?
2: Yes. Um, so I haven't put a whole lot of thought into it. I mean, it sounds like I should. Hey, I should be planning for these things. <laughs> I'm a big planner. But uh, automatic is another. Just Caesar w- and I are just like reeling off these benefits, and we'll probably have people that want to apply to work there from saying this. But I actually get a three month paternity leave. Um, fully paid, and so like that means whenever the baby comes until June, I have zero work responsibilities, and so we really haven 't really thought about it too much because my wife works part time she 's only out of the house um two and a half days per week, and we have a sitter and we haven 't quite figured out all of those details of what that 's exactly going to look like, and I know though for a fact like when when my daughter was born, like we weren't, we didn't have a lot of babysitter help. So I was working in hour and a half blocks as she was napping. So she would be up for an hour and a half. So I was up with her and then I would put her down for a nap and then I would work for an hour and a half until she got up. And then I did that. I worked in like so many chunks. Like I actually, at that season of my life, I actually split my work instead of doing like trying to get all my work done in five days. I actually split it over all seven days and I did the same. I was up early in the morning and so I would get two hours of work in um, before she woke up. And then, you know, like then I could get another two hour block here or whatever. And I just kind of like really spaced my workout. And, you know, there there may be a season where with this baby on the way, like when my wife's out of town or when my wife's at work, you know, her 10 hour workday, like I'll end up watching the kids the entire time. And then on a day where she's at home, then maybe I get to have the entire day. So we really haven't thought through the structure and what that looks like and what our babysitter situation is yet. But um, I know that headphones will probably be necessary for me to be able to focus, um, especially with two kids, because there'll probably be one that's always crying at some point. So um, just kind of blocking those distractions out just a little bit. I, I, I feel like just a little bit of music with headphones like can really like just, I don't know, like, I feel like the time just slips away and I just kind of forget where I am and I can just get heads down and focused on, on, on what I'm working on the The tricky part about like it's not tricky, but like the way that we work is it's not like we have a project like a heads down like oh i I'm working on this project, I need to spend four dedicated hours on this project to keep it moving forward well for for me, like I can spend ten minutes on a ticket, kind of read through it, figure out what the issue is, and then I can answer the ticket, I can load the next one, and then if I have a distraction come into my in my office or you know I've got to run upstairs real quick like it's a completely separate issue. Like I'm not working on the same. It's almost like when you answer your email in your inbox, like one can be about, you know, scheduling a podcast guest and then the next one can be all about, you know, um, what time do you want to go to dinner with so-and-so? And and the next one may be just junk, you know, like it's not like I really have to have focused, focused, focused energy for those entire duration. So like every interaction with the user is completely different. So it makes, it makes chunking up my day a lot, lot easier for sure.
0: Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's, it's tasks where, You're not required to have, you know, dedicated, ongoing, 100% complete focus or – well, and that's not to say you're not focusing when you do the shorter tasks. It's just that they are shorter tasks. So you just know, hey, I can knock this one out, and then if I don't get to the next one for a little bit, that's totally fine.
2: Yeah. In the in the transition period between like one ticket to another and it they're being so different, it's almost like a distraction's okay because it doesn't matter because I haven't read the ticket yet and I have no idea what, you know, I don't have any idea what I'm gonna be spending the next 10, 15, 20 minutes looking at. So that I think is one benefit on my part. The the bad part about that is like I can't really say like I can't come into the my office and say, okay, I'm gonna get um 50 tickets done today. I can't set that as a goal and just kind of work towards that because like some days like a ticket may take me an hour and there's no way I can do you know, that many tickets to get to 50 in a day. And so for me, like I really struggle on how can I significantly say, yes, I've, I've made actual progress today or I've done good work or things like that, because like you can't measure a ticket based on um, how long it takes because everyone is different. Some of them may have like eight questions embedded into it. And some of them may be like, Oh, I know the answer. I don't even have to look anything up here. Let's send a, a two paragraph response and I'm done. So that makes a challenge for like, how do I set like a goal of how much to get done in a day?
0: Caesar, you're working as, as a head of a team. Let's talk a little bit about like communication and stuff, because that can be an intermittent ongoing all day thing as well, where you know, in order for you to maybe fix a ticket or to help a certain problem that's either the customer d- directly or a team member, uh, you've got to get some information first, and then you're waiting on that information. So then you got to figure out, well, I got to do something else to still ma- be productive while I wait for that t- information to come back to me, and then move on. Like, what kind of systems and stuff do you guys have set up for that?
1: For communication uh, uh, amongst ourselves in the in the office. Going yeah, yeah. Whenever there's an article about remote working and companies that are distributed, communication is the uh, the issue that people talk about a lot because it's it's so important. And um, I think there's a plus and a, and a and a minus as with every everything. There are pros and cons. So I think one of the cons of of the distributed company is there's less face to face communication. Which um, I mean, when you're I read I was reading a book the other day. I said an eighty five to ninety percent of brain power when we're used to communicate with someone is actually reading facial expressions it's not actually listening to what the person is saying so we lose a lot of that when we're not face to face so text is great and we we do use a slack for our more like immediate communication needs for the company so each team has a slack channel and every you know Project has a Slack channel and there's Slack channels for products and for different things. So we lose that. But the, the upside of the distributed company is that all of our communication, because it, most of it is text, it's all recorded and searchable, right? So besides Slack, we use our own internal uh, tool, uh, which is a, a tool called the P2, which is basically a WordPress.com blog that um, we use kind of like a, a message board in a way. So let's say our team has a, a P2 blog. And in there, uh, so let's say there's a, a, an item I want to, to bring up to either to let them know or to get their feedback. I just create a post. It's like a blog post. And then people can like it and they can go and comment it. And so you have that threaded communication um, for that specific topic. And then let's say somebody else in my team wants to talk about something else. They create a new post and then we can comment under that. And and all these P2 posts, there are, I don't know, hundreds of them that we use in the company. They're all interconnected using our own internal tool that makes every, everything searchable. So let's say uh, I want to know, okay, what's the latest on uh, this new product that we're launching next week, for example? And I've been out of the loop or I, I was away on vacation, I don't know. Instead of calling a meeting with people who are organizing that that product launch, I can just do a search (laughs) and see all these posts that have been made in the last five days, for example. And I can can get caught up without having to talk to anybody. So I think that's the... um, If communication is done well in a distributed team, you have opportunities for this type of thing, to have um, a a record of all the communication that's done. So you can search and you can find what was talked about and who said what, and we can keep tab on things like that. And for the moments, for the times when we do need face-to-face, like uh, these one-on-ones with with the team lead, for example, that's an important time to have a face-to-face communication. Then we can use a tool like Skype or Zoom uh, and have that uh, visual feedback.
0: Dustin, what are you using?
2: Yeah, primarily the same tools and the, the the Slack and P2s are pretty much the same thing that we use. We use Zoom for Hangouts and I'm on more of a distributed team. And so there's um, it's like a team of 12-ish and six of us are in the United States. We've got two in South Africa, one in Ireland, one in uh, Hungary and one in India. And so the time zones really make a big deal because it's, it's very hard for all of us to be online at the same time. And so if issues come up overnight, like while we're sleeping, the people in in India, South Africa, you know, they're up, they're working on tickets, they're they're finding issues, they're communicating. Some of our team leads or some of our product leads actually live in South Africa because that's where Woo Themes kind of was started. That's where it found its headquarters and they're like six hours ahead of East Coast time. And so a lot of things are just documented on P2 posts and then we can read those when we get up and we've already it just feels like the day's already started. Like people are already working as we get into the quote unquote office. And so those, those tools are really great. And that's kind of why they were developed um, to, to work as they do because anybody can create a P2 post. It's like Caesar said, it's just like creating a blog post and then people can leave comments very, very quickly, very, very easily. And it's not that you're ever judged on anything that you say on these P2 posts. You know, you can come in with very um, you know, you don't have to be like, Oh, well what if quote unquote management sees what I write? Like, because I'm totally against this change. Like no, that's not nobody gets punished for for expressing their views and their opinions. And so we really value open communication from everybody. And um, I think we get distracted a lot too by um things that are going on in slack slack is one of those tools that it is a synchronous method of communication we have people pinging you all day long whether it's asking you how to do this because you may be an expert in certain realm um, within woocommerce or within jetpack or one of our other uh, plugins and extensions like and there's just so much going on and you just kind of have to drop what you're doing and you just help out the one of the thing is in in part of our creed is always be willing to lend a he- helping hand to one of your colleagues. And so that's one of the big things like you're not going to get punished if you don't, you know, hit your, your goal or your max or whatever for the day. If you're helping out your, a fellow teammate either learn or debug or figure out what's going on on a problem they may be having. So um, just really open communication. Like everything is a public by default, which is pretty awesome. Like within the company, we can go in, Caesar and I can look and see how much um, automatic brought in um, via money last yesterday. Like we can see like how much money did we make yesterday or how many of these product sales did we make? Or, you know, like any type of information that's normally hidden and excluded from companies or in their employees, like we have access to all of that stuff, which is pretty crazy to think about.
0: As you guys have have worked from home, what have been the biggest struggles? Like what are the things there that like, say somebody is coming to you and they're like, hey, you've worked from home for a long time and I'm just going to start doing that. What advice do you give them, about you know, hey, this is what you got to set up. Here's the conversations you need to have with like your family, that kind of a thing.
1: When when we are talking to friends about this, um, a lot of our friends they 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 couldn't imagine doing this. You know, um, if, <laughs> especially for people who are married and have kids. I've heard from several friends like, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't have him home all day. You know, drive me crazy. You know, um, so I think first of all, I need to think about whether this would work for you for you and your family. Like in our case, we are pre. We're kind of indoorsy people. Like you know, given all things being equal, we just stay home and we cuddle up and watch a movie, and we um, we homeschool and we're homebody. So we, for us, it works really well to have everybody here. Little things like, for example, uh, before I when I was commuting half an hour, forty five minutes every day, uh, if Amy needed to go to the to the store, for example, she'd have to pack up all the kids and go right. Uh, now she can leave the kids watching TV or having a nap and uh, and go. I mean, I'm working and they're not going to bother me. But if there's an emergency, I'm here, right? So for us and for our family dynamic, having me home works. So um, I think that is the um, the my main advice is to kind of actually do some in- introspective work and look at your family dynamic and see if that would work for you. And if you think it's going to be too much it's uh to 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 be home all the time you know you have alternatives you don't have to be home you can uh stay home every other day or mondays thursdays mondays wednesdays and fridays and then go to a co-working place on tuesdays and thursdays and things like that so just be mindful of the family dynamic because it is going to change and you would just want to make sure that it's going to be a positive change and not a negative one
2: yeah i think um When when kind of thinking about that, if people ask or, you know, just kind of set people's expectations like I'm working from home, I'm not like um, not busy. You know, if people say, oh, well, you work from home, can you go do this in the middle of the day? Like uh, you just have to kind of set those expectations like yes uh, or no, I can't do that because I am actually working during this time and kind of be rigid with your scheduling of yourself and your time. Another thing is like yes, I try to do like for me personally, I try to do like household things in those little break times that I get throughout the day, but also kind of set the expectation of like, hey, the house is not going to get a full clean like every day because I'm here because I'm trying to work at the same time. You know, yes, I may take that break and see that the dishwasher needs to be unloaded. And so I might do that as I'm filling my water bottle up and, you know, small things like that, small little tasks to keep us moving like ahead or, you know, loading the dishwasher or putting in that laundry or, you know, whatever those things are like small little break like that. But I don't have like long periods of time to do this, this, this and this um, to get ready for house guests. Like, you know, it's not that I can get the whole house ready for people to come over, pick up all the toys and, you know, get dinner prepared and all this stuff while trying to get all my work done for the day. So it's just another balancing act. I think that's one of the biggest pieces that I've learned um, from working from home for it's geez, it's almost been um, seven years in in August that I've been working from home. But it's just really about intentional planning um, throughout the week. Like my wife and I have a shared calendar and we just kind of make sure that the things that I'm needed for is on that shared calendar, whether it's running a kid, you know, other than my normal schedule. And then that way I kind of have that that big overall idea of, hey, here's how the week's going to play out. And then I can kind of arrange my working blocks around those types of things. So Um, that's kind of a big advice. And I think sometimes too, you have to have blinders on when you're working from home. Like you can't look and see like, oh, here's this project I really want to do at home. Like I really want to organize the basement. Like you have to be able to see that and not like be thinking about that all day. Just kind of, you know, so that's why I really like my dedicated workspace. Like if my office is clean, it doesn't matter how messy the house is. I don't ever really think about it unless I leave my office. And so when I'm working, I can focus on work. So those are a few things that I thought of.
0: Uh, Anything else that we've left out that people need to think about in terms of if you're going to approach working from home, you need to think about this. Don't forget this.
1: Um, Have a large supply of pajama pants (laughs) that are durable. (laughs) I find that I have nothing to wear a lot of times now. because I have to go do some shopping. Yeah, and just remember that, you know, there's a life out there, you know, like uh, it's great to work from home. But, but it's also great to go out and, and see the world. Um, and so one thing that I that I do miss, for example, is listening to podcasts. You know, like yours, Erica. I used to drive a lot. And now, if I find like for me to listen to podcasts, I need to make the time, you know. Yeah. So, uh, things like that, uh, just to consider as well.
0: I will actually, because again, when I'm home, nobody else is typically here. I will actually... Uh, hit play on my phone and have my podcast go with me around the house as I'm doing, you know, dishes or, you know, making lunch and eating lunch and then sitting back down. And, you know, I'll I'll be able to knock some stuff out that way or I'll listen to podcasts to and from uh, my workout time.
1: Cool. Yeah, I find it hard to concentrate on uh, listening if I'm not driving, if I'm not, you know, it's not a, I'm not the best multitasker. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, that's probably one of the downfalls of working from home. If you like listening to podcasts, you're not going to have nearly as much time to do it. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> well, I, it's been awesome to talk with you guys. I want to make sure that people can find the other stuff that you guys do uh, with podcasts and or books, etc. So uh, tell us where we can find you and, and what, you, what they should check out.
2: Yeah, if you're interested in WordPress in any way, shape, or form, I run a weekly podcast on WordPress. It's called Your Website Engineer, and you can find it at yourwebsiteengineer.com. And I don't promote anything. I mean, I promote WordPress and everything I give away is free. It's just one of my ways to give back to the WordPress community. And I love doing podcasts. And and so that's kind of my my habit, my hobby. And then if you're interested in just like following the randomness that I talk about online, I have a cool um, vanity URL. It's not vanity. It's a, a short URL at Dustin.blog. blog. Um, Automatic is a company that that actually is the um, the registrar for dot blogs. And so if you were with the company, when we launched that, we got short domain names and so dustin.blog is where you can find my my daily ramblings
1: and uh so you can find well first of all automatic it's at automatic.com um uh, with two t's that's a pun on our ceo's name matt so it's automatic and if you go there you'll see that um, if this sounds good uh you see that we are hiring <laughs> for a number of positions there so they can check it out and my i have two sites one is uh which I talk about project management. It's PM for the pmforthemasses.com. So it's Project Management for the Masses. And I do have a podcast that used to be weekly, but now I'm about to relaunch it in a slightly different format. So stay tuned for that. So if you can find PM for the Masses podcast in iTunes, I also have a personal blog like Dustin and mine is uh, cesar.blog. And that's uh, C-E-S-A-R.blog. And uh, I have my book, which uh, is called Project Management for You. You can find it on uh, projectmanagementforyou.com. And uh, I have this ongoing thing that if you buy it on Amazon, Kindle, and if you send me the, the receipt, um, I will send you the audiobook for free. So you can and you can find all the information at projectmanagementforyou.com.
0: Awesome, guys. Well, thank you for being here and I'll make sure to link all that stuff up in the show notes.
1: Great. Thanks, Eric. Thanks for having us. Yeah, perfect. It was a lot of fun.
0: So I hope that you're seeing from the different angles that I've been talking to slash approaching the whole remote working and family life and working life, blending, balancing, however you want to put it, that there are many ways to go about it that work for many different people. And so really it is about coming down to how does it best work for you and slash the people in your life. I hope that you enjoyed this conversation with Caesar and Dustin. You can find the show notes for this episode at beyondthetodolist.com slash 168. Make sure to go grab that free 30-day unrestricted trial of FreshBooks at freshbooks.com slash to-do and enter beyond the to-do list in the how did you hear about us section track the time you're spending on your projects you need to invoice for create professional invoices in less than 30 seconds get paid up to four days faster and be able to see when your clients have seen your invoice again free 30 day trial from freshbooks freshbooks.com slash to-do enter beyond the to-do list in the how did you hear about us section thanks again for listening to this episode if you're enjoying this I'd love for you to let me know either on Twitter at twitter.com slash Eric with a K, the letter J, F I S H E R, or leave a rating or a review on iTunes, beyond the to do list.com slash iTunes. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next episode.